Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mama, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey there, birthday dudes and dudettes. You're listening to Two Dudes Birthday Reviews with Birthday Boy Sky. And Birthday Boy Colin. And it's our birthdays. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> sort of. It's sort of our birthdays. Actually, your birthday had just passed this past weekend, right? Yep. My birthday was a week ago today. There you go. And my birthday is just a couple days away. Five days away. Mm-hmm. And the the dudes are turning 31. Or you're already 31. Yeah, I'm 31. You're turning 31. When this episode drops, it'll be two days before your birthday. So all the Will swampies better yeah. be out in full-fledged giving yeah. you the wishes. If you don't get birthday wishes, it's going to be very upsetting. Better be showering me. In birthday wishes, because your boy's getting older. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 31. What a fucking pointless-ass birthday. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Dirty 30? That's a good time. Yeah. It's going to be hard to top the Dirty 30 episode. That was one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. Yeah, that was really good. Man, we were... We were having a we were having some difficulties coming up with what the fuck we're gonna do for this episode. How do we make it special? How do we top the dirty thirty? And the answer is we won't. <laughs> we're under delivering once again. Yeah, get used to it. You 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 know the drill. <laughs> yeah, if you've made it this far, episode ninety nine. That's crazy, dude. Episode ninety nine of the podcast. Yeah, it's awesome. Look at us. One more, then we can be done with it. <laughs> packing our bags <laughs> yeah we're taking our ball and going home <laughs> at 100 we do this from home so it's it's actually we cut down on that one step we just pack everything and then we're already yeah, there we just we just get our ball yeah <laughs> we're already home just yeah. keep our ball i'm keeping this <laughs> yeah i'm not giving this ball away <laughs> i was gonna but now i'm not everyone's just 100 like, you're like i wasn't trying to take it <laughs> I don't care. I'm taking it. I'm keeping it. (laughs) Yeah. Good. Don't try and take it. It's mine. (laughs) Don't my birthday ball. Don't you ever think of taking my birthday ball? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, any ladies out there want my birthday balls? (laughs) At two dudes movie reviews. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Slide into our DMs. Check us out on OnlyFans. I saw this. No, no. (laughs) <laughs> I saw this uh there was this one kid he he did like these hockey like videos and um he like stopped posting for a while 
And he came back with a video maybe like a month or two later. And he was basically just like, yeah, my girlfriend of like a long time, like broke up with me. Um, so like, I was like really upset. That's why like, I wasn't doing like videos, but, uh, if any of you ladies are out there, I'm single and ready to mingle. And then he did like a little giggle. He was like, (laughs) 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 that was, that was his, he decided to post it on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Why not? I guess it's good to put yourself out there. (laughs) I just don't know if if that's how how you do it. I'm single and ready to mingle. I mean, (laughs) yeah, that, that giggle might say otherwise about the ready to mingle part yeah yeah. (laughs) questionable questionable if you're ready maybe you're ready but other people might not be ready for that kind of mingling yeah everyone's like "Uh, i don't know if i want that giggle in my life (laughs) yeah i i will try my best not to giggle Any ladies out there? I'm a nice guy. (laughs) If you're giggling like that, you're not a nice guy. There's something wrong. (laughs) There's 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 a darkness in you. It sounds innocent, but that's that's that kind of like you have too much of a childish giggle about you. It's like oh, there's there's some darkness in that guy. I don't know what he's got going on. Guy's got some serious menace. Yeah, actually, it's less menacing to have a darker, deeper giggle, I feel like, because then it's just like, well, he can't be that bad. It's like, you know the way he giggles? (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs) That's not a giggle. That's like, I don't know what that is. That's like demon Seth I was going to say, I'm letting the demons out of you. (laughs) I go to church every damn Sunday. (laughs) Trying to bring the demons out of me. Oh, man. But you know what, Swampies? This is a special episode, not just because it's our birthday, but because we're not reviewing a movie, and we said, format of the show, throw that to the fucking wind. (laughs) We're just, we're winging it. Not a lot of movies out these days. We need to pad the podcast. (laughs) Well, we try to bring you something every week. We do bring you something every week. When have we not brought you something of a week? (laughs) Something of a week. (laughs) Something of a week. Something this is of something a of a week. Yeah. But uh yeah, there's no movies out. It's really upsetting. Like I don't know what the hell's going on now. Yeah, they keep pushing back the uh release dates of movies. They keep pushing back when the theaters are gonna open. It's uh I mean there's some streaming movies that are still coming out, but nothing with like a lot of buzz. Yeah. You should do B movie. That movie has a lot of buzz. It does have a lot of buzz. <laughs> I'm hey, cool. You know I'm cool what else has a lot of buzz? Toy Story. I was gonna say that. Damn, you took you took my comeback to whatever you're gonna say. I was like, I know what I'm saying next. I always like taking your comeback. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Give me that back. <laughs> Give me that comeback. Come back. <laughs> Get over I don't here. Know you you snap it to me, then take it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of episode this is gonna be. Uh, but when uh, we don't have a specific movie to talk about. This is where we go. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, not having a movie to talk about and it being our birthday and we just like to J.O. over to ourselves. Uh, mm-hmm. But we tried to get you involved in the J.O.ing, you know? Yeah, we want... This podcast has always been about mutual J.O.ing. <laughs> For the layman's, that's a uh, jerking's offs. <laughs> For you layman's out there. <laughs> <laughs> For those who aren't hip to the two dudes lingo. Yeah, but we... uh. You know, we're doing a birthday episode. We're we're 
basically just talking about ourselves. So if you don't like that, but we're talking about movies and to get you involved, we, we pulled you guys for like three or four days. We kind of harassed you to give us some questions and we took our favorite ones and uh, we're going to, we're going to answer them. And yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Questions. Yeah. 31 questions. Cause we're turning 31 and yeah. I don't know, you know, last, last year we did a kind of a game. We, we counted points. Um, I wrote down, quick answers for what I thought yours were going to be, but I don't think we're going to keep track. I think I'm just going to tell you if I got yours or not, or maybe, yeah, maybe if there's like a, fine. if there's like a specific one where we want to try and guess them, we can, we can try and guess them. But yeah, um, some really good questions though. And a lot of them are like top threes. And I think there's some that people are going to really like, I'm really excited for top three, 24 little, little peek behind the curtain. That's one of them. Oh yeah. 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 So. Now, a lot of people sent in, like, top 10, like, oh, give us your top 10 of this and that. And it's like, guess what, everybody? Uh, we're doing three. Yeah. <laughs> if we did if we did a top 10 for, like, every one of these questions, like, this episode would be, like, three hours long. Yeah. <laughs> and even with the top threes, it might be might be long, but not every question's a top three. Some of them is just a favorite or a favorite moment from a movie. But 31 different questions we're going we're gonna to be answering from the Swampies to the Swampies. Yeah. Now, uh, so getting you guys involved. I, I got a question for you, though. Oh, is this one of the 31 questions? No, this is another question. So maybe it's 32, so 32 questions. questions. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. So we already abandoned format. No, I got I got a question for you. Um, All right, hit me. And you can take this out if you don't want to. You can take this out. I'm giving you free reign. You can cut this out of the podcast. I probably won't. I have no intentions of like legit editing this one. So we better be on point because I'm. <laughs> pretty much just gonna like throw the intro music the outro and be like fuck it send it out <laughs> that's my birthday present to myself i'm not putting any effort into this episode all right well i got you <laughs> i got you a birthday present so oh, you did do you want to wait till it arrives or do you want me to send you a picture of what it is Ooh, oh man that's oh tough. man <laughs> oh man that's a toughie um, you know what? Whatever, whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy. Well, See, I know we what... didn't discuss this. I was gonna message you about this, but I found something, and I was like, I really want to get this for Colin, but I didn't want to create an obligation for you to feel like you had to get me something. But now look what you're doing. You're doing it to me, <laughs> you son of a bitch. There's, there is no obligation. I I was like, you know what? I think I think my boy, like my co-host, would like this. Yeah, but I wanted to get you something anyways. That's why I was just like, you know what? But like, I don't want to like, I don't want to put him in a position where he feels like he has to. But basically what you doing this has just confirmed. It's like, okay, cool. Then I should definitely get that for you. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't feel obligated. I wanted to get it anyways, but I'd, <laughs> I would feel bad if I got it for you. And then you felt bad about not getting me something. You know right. what I mean? Well, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say, but but yeah, do you want me to send you a picture or, or do you want to wait? Let's wait because I don't have your. Th I mean, I didn't even order your thing yet. Okay, so so next. Episode... I hope your thing is still available. Actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say so. I, next, I saw it like a month ago. Next episode, maybe we'll maybe reveal. maybe we'll just reveal. We'll just be like, hey, this is what I got because they're mo at least mine is movie related. Mine is movie related too. So yeah, it's on brand. So mine hits on like a number of levels. That's why I really hope it's still available. Oh, okay. And it was something where I like I saw it. I was just like, 
that's pretty cool, but like that's probably gonna be like sixty bucks or something. And then I saw the price, and I'm like, oh, that's in the two dudes present range. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's in our price range. Yeah, because we set limits for our, like our Christmas uh, gift exchange and all of that. So yeah, do do we do birthday presents on the Dirty Thirty or? We, I just came with Reese's peanut butter cups, right? Yeah, I was going to say candles in them. We we smacked our lips on the pod to a Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have any. I don't have anything to to eat on the podcast right now. I have a glass of water. That's about it. Yeah, I'm I'm take. I've got a drink. I've got some caffeine. Oh, there you go. I already drank my coffee for the morning. It's another morning recording. Although now it's kind of like the afternoon. Yeah, it's the afternoon. It is technically afternoon. <laughs> But never even do you want to start these questions though? Yeah, yeah, we can just get into it. Yeah, because we got thirty-one. That's a lot of questions to go through. Some of these are going to be quick. Some of them are might not. Admittedly, I did not answer all of these questions in advance, so some of them are going to be off the cuff. Ooh, okay. But as always with this show, especially when it comes to like our rankings, I feel like just know that these rankings probably change by day to day, just how we feel. Yeah. I, I was going to say that at some point because there's some that are really difficult that I was like, this will pro- this probably isn't 100% accurate, but these are just what I'm feeling at the moment. Um, yeah, 100%. So, you know, they, they could change. But I think if we're ranking them in the top three, obviously they're they're high up there for us. So, you know. Right. But yeah. Worth mentioning. It, that, I say that all the time. It's really hard for me to pick a favorite of anything, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, damn near impossible. Yeah. But starting off, the first question, three movies that got you into movies. Man, this is a uh, this is a good one. Good place to start because it's kind of just like a little bit of a insight on what formed our our likings. Now, do we want to go back and forth three two one, like bouncing back and forth, like how we normally do our rankings or should it just be like. We take turns, we list our three, and then the next person goes. Hmm. Let's do three, two, one, like together. We'll do that. Okay, like the bouncing back and forth, like our rankings. Yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. So, so you do you want to go first or should I go first? Um, I'll go I'll go first. I like that right. idea because people buy you know, they're gonna be sweating for that number one. They're gonna be sitting in their car oh, yeah. and be sweating. <laughs> well probably because it's fucking August and it's like <laughs> at least in hot. New York, it's like in the nineties. Hot as shit. Um, yeah. I took I took a guess on one of the movies in your list, so I'm curious. Oh, okay, I took no guests. Okay, cool. <laughs> no guesses. <laughs> but my number three, Star Wars. In particular, Return of the Jedi. Wow. Yeah, because a lot of these are movies that I watched when I was younger. Like, mm-hmm. me getting into movies started when I was much younger. And I remember when I was a kid, Return of the Jedi was actually my favorite and then I got older, yeah. and then I realized that A New Hope and Empire just shit on that movie. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, I really liked Return of the Jedi as a kid, and okay, that was probably what started my love for Star Wars. Because I remember my parents got me like a box set, I just watched that one all the time. So you know that I mean, my favorite genre is is sci fi. People know that, and a lot of that comes from being such a Star Wars fan as a kid. So yeah, Return of the Jedi is my number three. I got you. So I took these in a slightly different approach. So 
a lot of these movies are from when I was younger, but they're movies that I didn't see until I was a little bit older. I have a lot of movies that I know I saw well before I should have seen them. But the way I kind of looked at this was um, movies that really made me think about movies. You know what I mean? Like, I have a lot of movies from when I was a kid that I loved. And I wanted to see more stuff like that. But it didn't it didn't make me think about a movie or, like, why I liked a movie. Or it didn't inspire me to search out certain things. Because Star Wars was definitely huge for me, too. But... Yeah, like the way the way I kind of went about this is like movies that made me want to learn more about what makes a movie happen, you know, or what mm-hmm. makes a movie good. Like especially strong writing is a huge part of my list. So my number three is Fargo. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fargo is like a big turning point for me. I was like, whoa, because like the blend of like that really dry offbeat humor with like the violence and like the, uh, it's just a, it's just a really cool movie. Like I really like that movie. That's a, I actually have a like collector's VHS of that in, in my living room that comes with like a snow globe. I think I've seen it when I've, when I've been over. Yeah. I got that next to like the big Lebowski bowling ball. That That's really cool. That stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that movie, uh, that movie, was uh was pretty much game changer for me. Like I remember like being allowed to watch that for the first that's the thing. Like all of these movies are linked to memories where it's just like, listen, <laughs> I know you're too young to really watch this, but this is a good movie. You're allowed to watch it, but you can't repeat anything you hear in the movie. I'd yeah. be like, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. And then as uh-huh. soon as you're away from your parents. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you do the side. Anybody hear me? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Caught in the act. Now look at me. I'm a foul-mouthed asshole. <laughs> exactly. My number two, though, and again, I I kind of like that we're going with a different approach to both of these because just a little bit more variety. Um, but my number two, I saw when I was a kid, went back around just watching it when I was a little bit older, and it's what made me want to go into animation. And that's The Nightmare Before Christmas. There you go. I had a feeling that might be on there for you. Because I know that was influential for you. Yeah. So, actually, you know, I watched it when I was a kid and I really liked it. And we had it on VHS. <laughs> and I remember that one of my brothers destroyed the VHS. And then... Oh, no. Yeah. And then I bought it when I was, like, 16 on, like, DVD or whatever. And that's when I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I, I love this movie. So... Yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas is big. That's a big one. That's a good one. That was really big in my house. That's like my one of my mom's favorite movies. She loves Tim Burton. She loves Danny Elfman and all that. So mm-hmm. there's there's not been nightmare stuff in my house since like forever. Yeah. Hey, your yeah. uh, your mom's got that dope nightmare tree, right? Is that your mom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Hell yeah. So my number two, again, staying on brand with movies I shouldn't have been watching when I was that young. But, uh, and I'm going to say this. I understand that basically like the lead of the movie is questionable in character as a, as a person in real life, but I can't deny the impact of the usual suspects on my life. 
Nice. Like Kaiser Soze. Woo. Woo. Like that. <laughs> like that's one of those movies where like it's like one of the first movies where I remember there being like a major twist that was like, whoa. Like I had no idea like a movie could like surprise you like that. And it's super violent, but it's also very funny. And it's like got this really cool ensemble cast. And I was like, that was a movie where I just wanted to, I wanted to like rewatch it and like study it. <laughs> I, I like that minor, like, well, I think mine's kind of funny. My, my number one, but I think it's, it's just funny because I'm like, yeah, these are like movies that I was watching. When I was like, you know, six or whatever. Your yeah, yours are all gritty R-rated movies. I know. <laughs> well, but that's that's what I mean. Like these are the movies that like awoke something in me where I was just like, whoa, like these are these are gritty and these are really cool. And up until that point, I had been just exposed to like the kids stuff, mm-hmm. and then these were like real movies and then i was like whoa like i really want to seek out more like this like this is really like gripping stuff yeah so very cool my number one and and i I realized this movie i i really like this movie i still really like this movie it's it's campy as hell though so i realize it's not great but my number one is actually independence day very cool. Yeah, you've talked about that being um, being very impactful for you as a kid. Yeah, because my dad took me to see it, and it scared the shit out of me. I remember we actually left the theater because I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. and But I think, like, me being, like, a movie can, can get that out of me, like, a movie can make me that frightened, just made me more into movies. And then I remember when it came out, I, like, rewatched it. Like, I... I was like, all right, I'll, I'll rewatch it because my parents bought it. And yeah, and I love, you know, I really like that movie. I watched it all the time when I was little after I, I conquered my fear. But yeah, uh, Dude, the movie's awesome. Yeah, it's, I mean, we've talked about it a lot. But yeah, Independence Day was was really big for me just because of the, the emotion it evoked for me. Yeah, there you go. The, yeah, that movie's got a lot going for it. It's, it's kind of scary at times. Like that scene when uh, the autopsy the scene. Tentacle- yeah, wrapped around the scientist, and he's got him like pressed up against the glass, and he's speaking through him. Yeah, it's gnarly stuff. That's that's the scariest scene of the whole movie. Yeah, so that's cool. That's a cool one. I like I like that that made it on there for you. Uh, my my number one is very much sticking with the theme, but like this movie, when I saw it, I was immediately just like, oh, this is this is like the best movie I've ever seen in my life. And probably the best dialogue. This movie is probably my favorite movie, like in terms of like, I think this is the most well-written movie I've ever seen still. Mm -hmm. And I know there are movies in this, this director's catalog that are, you, you could probably argue are even better written, but this movie just stands out maybe because of like when I saw it, but Reservoir Dogs. I got it. (laughs) <laughs> you thought that was gonna be it yeah that's what i wrote down i got it yeah dude that movie was huge game just that opening scene alone when they're all sitting at the diner mm-hmm. there and they're going back and forth and steve buscemi's like i don't tip oh steve buscemi's on here twice because he was in fargo i just yeah. realized that mm-hmm. so good for you steve you had a huge influence on me <laughs> steve buscemi's awesome tip yeah 
I got two words for the all the waitresses in the world. Learn to fucking type. <laughs> Not two words. Hey, Quentin might come back around on this list. Oh, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. We're we're both really big fans of QT. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Question one. Cross it off the list. Boosh. 30 to go. 30 to go. <laughs> all right. That, that was cool. Good, good one to start with. Second one, sticking with kind of, well, at least for me, like childhood movies or whatever, but three favorite scenes from your childhood. Yeah, like big memorable moments. Yeah, so starting off, and this question came from uh, Cameron, so that was very cool, uh, but my number three, and it's really hard to, to, to pick an order on these, uh, yeah. I'm just going off of just movies that I watched all the time when I was a kid and like kept going back to that scene. But Same. my number three is the scene in Liar Liar where Jim Carrey beats the shit out of himself in the bathroom. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. I'm kicking my own ass. Do you <laughs> mind? <laughs> so I, I saw Liar Liar when I was like, like probably like five or six or something. Like I was pretty yeah. young. And I've said this before, I, I watched that movie and you don't get most of what's going on in that movie as a kid. Like cause that movie's right. very heavy on like the sex and stuff and, um, you know, the cheating and I've all had that better. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, watching Jim Carrey beat himself up with a toilet seat. I was just like, this is the greatest thing ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. No, dude, that movie is awesome. Jim Carrey's huge influence on me. Maybe he'll show up in my list. I don't know. Ooh, very nice. But yeah, that's my number three. There you go. Good, good work. My number three, and this is hard because this movie has a lot of quotable moments for me, but I went with a little movie called The Sandlot. Ooh, okay. Big movie for my childhood. And one of the things that I think I say the most from it that stands out is anytime anybody says or if i say the word forever <laughs> like i think about that all the time i also think about like the s'mores scene all the time the mall or what how can i have s'more or something if i didn't have anything <laughs> you're killing me smalls <laughs> like those those two are kind of like equal moments like you're killing me smalls and forever <laughs> like they just stand out in my brain like forever cool forever <laughs> for forever forever I thought yeah. you were going to say the scene where the dog jumps over the camera and you see his nuts. That is my favorite. <laughs> that is my favorite moment. That actually, now that you say that, that's my As one, two, and three. <laughs> you know what? That might come back around for another category that we have. <laughs> Best viewing of dog balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite favorite animal scrote. <laughs> Oh jeez, yeah. my my number two favorite scene from my childhood though is the opening of Empire Strikes Back. Okay, so I've got Star Wars on here twice already. Um, when I was a kid, I did not really actually like Empire that much, mainly mm -hmm. because it's got that shitty. They, they don't win, so I think as a child, I was just like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." But yeah, the the opening scene with the walkers on Hoth, like I watched that all the time. That's so cool. Yeah, so really good. That's, and I think that as far as the originals go, that might be my favorite scene still. Like, uh, you know, it's hard to top that one. I think. Um, so yeah. so yeah, I mean, 
that's my, that's my number two. I'm trying to think right now if there's a Star Wars scene now that I enjoy more than that in the originals, and I really don't think so. Cool. That, I mean, that's a good good choice. My number two is from a movie, obviously. Very big <laughs> in my childhood. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first live-action one. Mm-hmm. And, it's again, it's hard to pick a, a scene specifically, but the there's the pizza delivery scene, which I, I think about all the time. <laughs> Forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. <laughs> My mom quotes that. Yeah, it's it's so good. And then also, like I remember vividly as a kid, because that movie is dark. Like f- considering it's a child's property and like what that movie does, like you got Splinter chained up and like bleeding from like below his eye, and like you have like there's murder in that. And then, uh, yeah, it's like really, there's some really dark undertones to that movie, but, um, the scene where they're fighting in, in that, that is it April's apartment. And then like, they fall down through like the ceiling into, uh, into like the antique store underneath. And like that whole battle and like Leo getting beat down, like that. I remember that as a kid and being like, well, this is crazy. (laughs) Like it's fucking nuts. Like that just stands out to me. Ninja vanish. <laughs> he just says it loudly and announces it, and everybody just like scurries. <laughs> Ninja vanish. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, but the buildings on fire and stuff. Like that scene was intense. Like fucking crazy. Like as a kid too. But yeah, that one. That one's like burned into my mind. Yeah, I I watched that movie a lot also as a kid. Yeah, big, my big time. My number one, though, I'm trying to keep this going. <laughs> yeah. My number one is the kitchen scene from Jurassic Park with the Raptors. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really need to see much about that. That's a pretty iconic scene. I was going to use the word iconic. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I I was really into dinosaurs when I was a kid and like, I think other than Star Wars, Jurassic Park was like one of the first franchises in a, like for a movie where like the trailers came up and I was like, oh, my God, they're making another one type thing. So, um, yeah, you know, and I remember like I still really like the Lost World. Three sucks, but um, yeah, three's rough. <laughs> three's the one with the talking raptor. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I mean, kitchen scene seems great. And uh I just went back and watched that all the time. Also, I think the fact that it was kids that were in there just made it even more crazy to me. Right. So, yeah. But it kind of puts you in that position when you're that young and watching it. Mm-hmm. The scene when she's like the raptor, like charges to the girl's and reflection, she's screaming, but it's the reflection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Dude. So cool. good. Yeah. Hell yeah. So my number one, probably the most influential movie of my entire life. And especially as a kid, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Oh, the first one. Okay. The first one. I actually had a hard time picking between the two because there's some moments in the second one that like I think of all the time, like a glove and like things like that. <laughs> I love and, like, when nature calls. Dude, even now, like when I'm driving, sometimes I'll do the thing like when he's driving on the road and he's like bouncing around, like he's pretending like he's like <laughs> off-roading and stuff, but he, then you just see he's on like a perfectly smooth highway. <laughs> Like, I do that all the time. 
Oh, like for Logan, you, like, pretty shitty bang bang, pretty shitty bang bang. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But now for me, the first one, that whole the entire dinner party scene. And he goes in and like, he's yeah. just walking by and he just like pulls the celloist's arm. So he just messes up like just little stupid shit like that. And he puts like all the, uh, like the asparagus in his teeth. Yeah. And all the time, if I, if I take a big shit, I come out of the bathroom. I always go, do not go in there. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> like. That movie probably fucked my brain up. That's another Jim Carrey movie where there's like a bunch of sex stuff in there. I never got, I never noticed it as a kid, like right out the gate. Like when he returns to the lady's dog, she's like, how can I ever repay you? Like, well, a reward would be nice. <laughs> and then she just like goes down on him. Yeah. yeah. And I never <laughs> got that as a kid. And I went back and I'm like, why would my parents let me watch this? I was going to say the same thing in nature calls. There's a scene where they're watching like the uh, slideshow and with the projector oh, yeah. and he and he starts pretending to suck the guy's dick. I didn't get that yeah. as a kid either. I was like, oh, he's like biting his penis. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of dirty stuff in those movies. Shouldn't yeah. have been allowed to watch it, but happy that I did. Yeah. Uh, number three. And this one comes from Noah. And Noah's also been a big supporter of the show. So thank you. He, he sent us a few questions. So that was awesome. Uh, yeah. But number three, favorite movie scene right now. So right now, what's your favorite scene to watch? Yeah, yeah, because I think he sent it in as just like favorite movie scene. We were like, you know what? That changes on a day to day. So damn, that's it's really tough because it's it depends entirely on what mood I'm in. Yeah. But, I did an honorable mention for this one because there's a couple scenes that like I just over the last couple years. I've continually watched and just been like, oh, it's so good. But um, yeah, so th there's a couple I couldn't pick between. I eventually chose one, but I I'm going to say my honorable mention just because I have to. <laughs> so okay. uh, the scene that I chose is the opening scene from Baby Driver with Bell Bottoms playing. Nice. That's yeah. a good one. I think that's one of the best intros to like any movie to come out in the last like three years. Like it's just like perfect. The editing, the music the choreography of the whole scene. It's just fucking awesome. And I remember when I like baby driver was one of my favorite movies that year. And I was just blown away. Like the whole, honestly, the whole first act of that movie is just phenomenal. Um, my honorable yeah. mention though, is the, the knife scene from John wick three, just because I've gone back and watched that, like just that scene, like 20 times since it's come out. <laughs> Very cool. I'm glad you picked something John wick. Cause mine is similar in style, but preludes John wick. But but my my answer is because it's a scene that I always think about and I love showing people. It's the hallway fight scene in Old Boy, the original Old Boy. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Wailing on motherfuckers with a hammer, just like cruising down the aisle, and there's just bodies just piling up and like people coming in and out, and like it's a twelve. I think it's twelve minutes uncut, just fucking gnarliness mm -hmm. and it's so cool it's like one of my favorite scenes in like movie history yeah old boys is john wick before john wick kind of yeah like you can see yeah, a lot of a lot of the influence that that movie had on john wick yep number four top three animated films this was a tough one this is a tough this one a tough one i did a top five i'll tell you my five of my four real quick 
My number five is Beauty and the Beast because that was okay. That was my first movie ever. So I oh. just thought to put it. Yeah, that was my first movie at the movie theater. My mom took me to see it. Number four is really difficult to leave this off the list, but the other three I think I just like a little bit more. Grant, I think this could change. This number four could be three, but I put Akira at four. Very cool. I just watched that for the first time last night. Yeah, it's awesome. But it it was really awesome. I I couldn't believe what I was seeing. <laughs> it's so good. My number three though, most recent movie on my list. I saw this and I, and I just I loved it. Like I feel like it was just made for me, and I thought it was super funny. But Wreck It Ralph is my number three. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I would have expected that one. That's a it, good one though. I love Wreck It Ralph, and I was super pissed that it didn't win Best Animated Movie that year. Brave one. Yeah hate i don't like brave at all i was very pissed but uh ralph breaks the internet is not as good as the first wreck it ralph um yeah but i wreck it ralph might be my most watched animated movie ever if it's not nightmare before christmas it's wreck it ralph probably wow yeah i I just watched the shit out of it as like a 24 year old man (laughs) (laughs) there you go (laughs) well my number three and I picked this one because when I was looking at my list, I was like, you know what? I should throw a Disney classic on there. So I picked what I think is my favorite Disney classic. If I'm going based solely on like repetitive watching and like my favorite songs. So I went with Jungle Book. Very cool. Yeah. Jungle, the Book original never, Jungle Book. Yeah. I was going to say Jungle Book actually never like as a kid, that was never one that I gravitated towards. It was always like Beauty and the Beast and Lion King and stuff. And then yeah, Lion King was definitely big too, but mm-hmm. Jungle Book, I think the soundtrack slaps a little harder. I'll I'll give you that. It, it does slap. Bare necessities, baby. <laughs> yeah, because there's there's no like romance in Jungle Book either. So I think it just as a kid was like more my speed. Yeah. Very cool. Like I want to be like you. That song's great. Bare necessities is amazing. And then it gets dark, dude. You got um, you know, with the snake and the and Sheer Khan and it's cool. There's just some cool stuff there. Yeah. My number two is the original Toy Story. Nice. I had a feeling that was going to be on there. If that's not number one, then I know what number one is. Yeah. My my number two is Toy Story. We've already talked about Toy Story a lot when we did our episode, but uh, I mean, first Pixar movie, super influential. It still holds up today. I, I still think it's the best Toy Story movie out of the four. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, Gave you so many amazing characters. Like, I feel like the characters in Toy Story are probably like some of the most like memorable ones out of any yeah. animated movie. So yeah, number two is Toy Story. Very cool. My number two is would also be my guess for your number one, but it's Nightmare Before Christmas. It is my number Again. one. <laughs> so okay, yeah. <laughs> Again, the influence, uh, huge part of my upbringing, and still part of my life. Like it's part of like family tradition uh granted we didn't do this anymore but when i when i was living at home and i was living at my mom's we uh we would always decorate the christmas tree and watch nightmare before christmas while we did it very cool i'm jealous of your tree (laughs) yeah pretty cool it's the tree i want and yeah i mean i've already already talked about it but yeah nightmare before christmas is my number one that was an easy one yeah i had a feeling that was gonna be that yeah what's what's your number one can you guess it is it toy story no, but it is a fairly recent one. Slightly different style of animation. I've talked about it on the show in the past when we talk about animation. Oh, movies. Uh, Kubo. Yep, 
Kubo yeah. and the Two Strings. Yeah. By far my favorite animated movie of all time. Very cool. I fucking love that movie. You know I like a sad ending. <laughs> yeah. And that movie has like three sad endings to it. I uh, I almost guessed Coco. <laughs> Coco's really good. Like I, I honestly thought about putting on a Pixar movie on this list, but I, uh, it was hard to just pick which one would be like my favorite Coco's really good, but I've seen it so many times, Mm -hmm. but, um, the Kubo I could rewatch endlessly. That movie's way too good. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Another one off the list. And some, some, some like a, like a love there. Very cool. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Number five. This one comes from live top three Adam Sandler movies. I'm not sure. It, a <laughs> I I was gonna say I'm not sure if that was trying to troll a little bit because Adam Sandler's makes dog shit movies now, but he's had some good ones. And for me, it was pretty easy to do a top three. Um, yeah, I left. Too. You know, full disclosure, I left. I mean, I kept this to mainly just Happy Madison movies, so I left Uncut Gems off of it and like Funny People and stuff like that. Um, oh, okay, interesting. If if Uncut Gems, like if I was including that, that'd be that'd be way up there. You know, it might be one or whatever. I don't know. But so I yeah. kept this as just happy Madison. So my number three is Billy Madison. All right, cool. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, Billy Madison's Billy Madison. This is really, that's like his, his first movie that blew him up, you know? And, uh, yeah. super quotable. And, uh, yeah. Billy Madison, I like that movie a lot. I just haven't watched it as much as the other two on this list. Okay. So that's good to know. Yeah. Actually, my number three might be my second most watched Adam Sandler movie because I had this on DVD like early on when DVDs came out. Like, this is one of the first DVDs I had, but uh, I put down The Wedding Singer. Oh, nice. Nice. Really, really like that movie. We had The Wedding Singer on DVD and I didn't watch it for like. 10 years maybe like i didn't watch the wedding singer until i was like 18 or something like that oh wow really yeah that's crazy yeah it was just like i don't watch want to watch something with weddings yeah that's the thing it is kind of like it's like a romantic comedy like it's weird that i I liked it so much yeah when i was that age my number two i wonder if this is gonna be on yours my number two is big daddy oh i almost put big daddy as my number three okay yeah big big daddy Watched watched a lot as a kid. I remember I watched that at like a, a friend's sleepover and the kangaroo song was just like the shit. <laughs> that song slaps. <laughs> so um yeah, number two is Big Daddy. Okay. So number two for me, I didn't follow your same Adam Sandler method. I put uncut gems. Yeah, see, uncut gems would be would be like one or two for me if I did yeah. that way. Yeah, but, well my number one is it, it's definitely up there for nostalgia and rewatchability, like how many times I watched it when I was younger too. So, mm-hmm. my number one, can I guess? Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, <laughs> hockey. So I, I I had a feeling. It's hockey. I think it's his funniest movie. I watched this over and over. I remember we rented it from uh, like the video, like VHS store. Um, mm-hmm. that was out in, like over in Goshen, I think, or Chester, but me and my friend rented it and we watched it and we were just like losing it. And then I remember we bought it and it was, I think my parents got sick of it because it was just on repeat. It's possibly one yeah. of my most watched movies ever because I just 
watched it over and over again. But yeah, the hockey is obviously awesome, but I do th- I do think that's his funniest movie. Like there's just so many things about it that they're so quotable. So yeah, see for me, it's uh, basically all those same reasons you said, but for me that movie was Billy Madison. That's what I guessed for you. Yeah, Billy Madison. I used to watch on repeat, constant like every day. I had the VHS and I wore that shit out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, love that movie. Number six, favorite video game that we wish was a movie. So video game oh. that that we think would make a great movie. Yep. This is a toughie. This is a toughie. I took a guess for you, but, and, and for me, I just went strictly, what game do I think would make a great movie? If I was going off of like a game that I love that I wish was a movie, like I think it's a little bit different. Like I love Halo. I don't know if Halo would be a good movie. Same thing with like Gears right. of War or something like that. So I went based on like stories I think the easy answer is Zelda, but I went with The Last of Us. Oh, very cool. That was almost my answer. Yeah. I think The Last of Us would be just a fucking awesome movie. Yeah. Yeah. That, and, that would definitely like look really cool. It'd be hard to not turn it into like a like a just a full blown, like straight up horror movie. And I feel like that game has so much more to it than just scary, you know? Yeah. I think I think if you do it like a quiet zombie movie like you know what i mean where it's it's much more about the characters i think you a studio could kill it um yeah my honorable mention though the new resident evil game resident evil 7 the one that takes place just in the house i think that can make such a good contained horror movie i played that game and i was like why the fuck are they making these bullshit resident evil movies like this is so much better than anything that they've made as a movie so yeah if, if they took that story and made that a movie I would be really stoked on that too. But there you go. I took a guess for you. I wonder what yours is going to be. Mine mine is I really want them to make a movie based on the that first Hulk game based on the Eric Bana Hulk movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I want them to I want them to make a movie based on the game that's based on the movie. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding though. I, know, I don't I know. want that. Okay. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> Oh, man. So for me, I was thinking what could be pretty cool and it would have to be finagled in a certain way. But I like I like the imagery. It's got it's got some scary elements. It's definitely sci fi. Like if you put this in the hands of a Guillermo del Toro, which he will come up later in this episode, if you put it in his hands or you put it in the hands of somebody who who has like an eye for like set design and like character detail and like creature like costuming and stuff. I think Bioshock, the first game would be an awesome movie. You just blew my mind a little bit. You said that I was like, Oh, I forgot about Imagine Bioshock. Guillermo del Toro Ooh. Bioshock movie. That would be fucking sick. Cause you know, he would kill the fucking like all the creatures and like the big daddy and like all this, all of like that kind of supernatural stuff. And it's got like a lot of steampunk element and like this like decrepit, like post-apocalyptic, but still like in the fifties type feel to it. Like, I think that would be really cool, dude. Yeah. That, and that story is really good. That first game, I was like blown away by like the, the story. Bioshock infinite is actually my favorite out of the three. But I haven't played I, that I, one yet. Yeah, see, three three is fucking awesome, and three is kind of loosely based off of a book called "The Devil in the White City," 
and I liked the game so much that I bought the book and read it. Um, nice. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think if I would want a, a Bioshock movie, though, it would be the original one. And yeah, you 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 won this one. That's that's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the answer. That's the answer. I I even attached a director to it. Yeah, and that was correct also. Yeah, so. <laughs> it, because, like, I think about, like, the imagery and, like, shape of water and stuff like that. And, like, yeah. that would translate really well to a Bioshock world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah, good one. I commend you. Nice. Commend. This one comes from Ryan. Top three films before 1970. This was a toughie. Yeah. My number three, though, is Rosemary's Baby. My number three is Rosemary's Baby. Hell yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. Yes. Show's over. Um, yeah. I mean, a lot of these movies, I don't think there's a lot to say about. Uh, yeah. And Rosemary's Baby, I like. I like it a lot. It's just the two Me movies. Ahead, two movies ahead of it. I watched. I've watched more. That's the only reason. Same, yeah. Same. Same exact thing. So my number two I, I, do you want to say anything about about Rosemary's Baby? Or all right, no, we hit it. All we right. got a lot of questions to do. We do. My number two is The Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. Yeah, not not for me. I really like The Wizard of Oz. That was one that I watched a ton as a, as I was a kid. And yeah. oh yeah, I like it. It's just I got something else planned. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I was gonna say also like. Everything that's kind of spawned, like I really like Wicked. I, I've gone and seen Wicked on Broadway and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I Wizard of Oz was huge for me. Um, All right. So, what's your number two? I have a guess for your number one when we get there. Okay. My number two, though, is Night of the Living Dead, George A. Romero. Nice. Yeah. That one was big influence on uh, on me. Like, once I got old enough to, like, steal somebody's video camera and like start shooting my own stuff. Like zombie movies were like really big influence on me. So I was, I was yeah. waiting for a, a zombie related thing to show up on your list. That is probably not the only time that'll happen too. <laughs> take a but guess. Your number one. Yeah. Take a guess. 2001, a space odyssey. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Yes. I'm a fucking genius. I don't think you'd be able to guess my number one. Um, what is it? Just tell me. Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, that movie's amazing. I love that movie. I've never seen that. It's really good. It's really funny. Uh, it's black and white and um it's Peter Sellers and it's basically like takes place during the Cold War but then America gets word that like Russia has like this doomsday device. So basically they're all arguing over whether they should like send nukes to Russia. And it's like a lot of like back and forth stuff like that. But it's just, uh, it's really funny and it's just, there's some, there's some really good quotable, quotable moments in there. Cool. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that. <laughs> so yeah. Now we're getting, we're getting into some funny, some funny ones. Uh, number eight is favorite sex scene in a movie. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> getting spicy. Oh, it's getting steamy in here. <laughs> I don't know what that voice ah, was. <laughs> too hot. Too hot to handle. Now, I I put two on here. My honest answer and then one that I just think is so bad that I just had to mention it. So I'll just I'll do okay. that one first. 
the sex scene in Watchmen is fucking trash. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. where they're playing Hallelujah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so bad. That's... Yeah, dude, I hated it. <laughs> in uh, I feel like that's such a Zack Snyder too. It's like a slow mo sex scene <laughs> to to crappy music. Oh, when they finish the flamethrowers in the front of the. Yeah. In the, on it's, the ship? Yeah, it's whack. Brilliant. That's a money <laughs> shot right there. Yeah. My actual favorite sex scene, though, is the threesome scene in Blade Runner 2049. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Just you dirty boy. You dirty dog. Um, <laughs> I remember, like, because sex scenes don't ever do anything for me, but I remember watching that one. I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and then, because yeah. it's just, like, super trippy. Uh and I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, go check it out because it's it's awesome. But I remember talking about that to some kids at work, and this one guy was like, "Oh yeah, Agent K, he's like banging his holographic wife and this real dude." Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, "The best way to do it." I was like, "Oh yeah, man, I word <laughs> word." You took into the, it. It wasn't anything so, about how cool of like a you know cool constructed or visually how awesome it looked it was just like oh so lucky he gets to bang two people at once (laughs) (laughs) yeah not the point not the point of the scene at all yeah that's the thing about this category it's like there's so many different ways you can take it you can take because there's not a lot of movies where a sex scene is like integral to the story sometimes especially like if you look at like movies in the 80s like they're pretty gratuitous but yeah I, the one that is my answer is definitely played for laughs, but I want to give an honorable mention because it's the first sex scene that like I remember and it's, it's cast in shadows, but like the sex scene from Terminator. Cause again, I remember like I was definitely too young to watch and like it was on and nobody else was in the room to monitor. <laughs> yeah. So like I saw that and I was just like, whoa. So like, I just remember that being burned into my brain. Like that's probably the first sex scene I've ever seen in a movie. And, uh, but that's not my answer. My answer is the back to back sex scenes in MacGruber. Oh, I thought you were going to say the room. <laughs> no, I'm talking MacGruber because <laughs> right after the Kristen Wiig scene, which is also just very ridiculous. Then he goes to a graveyard and has sex with his dead wife's ghost. <laughs> but then it cuts then it cuts to like a, a like a groundskeeper who sees him and he's just butt naked humping the air <laughs> like because there's no ghost there. Yeah. And, and he's just going. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> he's so sweaty. So, yeah, that's that's probably like one of my favorite sex scenes because it's like one of the most ridiculous things. That movie is just full blown ridiculous all the way through. But yeah. Yeah. We we watched that at your house once. I think there was one time because I hadn't seen it. You're like, you got to watch MacGruber. <laughs> I know. I make everybody watch it. Yeah. Number nine, favorite guilty pleasure. Oh, shit. Mine might be MacGruber. <laughs> well, I guessed MacGruber for you. Well, because that movie's that movie is critically panned, but <laughs> I feel like a guilty pleasure is a movie that when you watch it, you're like, man, this is bad, but I still love it. And that movie, I watch it, and I'm like, this is the most well-written movie. Like, <laughs> like it's so good. Like, it's genius. This is genius-level comedy. Like, it's on another plane of existence. Like, yes, it's stupid, but it's so stupid that it's brilliant. Is that your answer? So I don't know if I would count that. Okay. All right. All right. 
my my guilty pleasure though and had a tough time picking between the two but i've gone back and rewatched this movie pretty recently and this movie isn't even a real movie like that's how little of a movie it actually is <laughs> but yeah. mine mine is the digimon movie oh my god i didn't even know there was a digimon movie so the digimon movie i actually really like the movie i you know i own it on dvd it's not even the reason I say it's not even a real movie is because in America they took three movies from Japan and overdubbed them and put them together in a way where it makes one through through line basically. And it's ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous, but it actually works. And uh, there's actually like there were some things when I was younger that were pretty influential. Um, there's a really good soundtrack on it, like less than Jake's in it. Oh, cool! Yeah, and it's uh, awesome. And I and also I, the animation in it, in certain spots, like there's the first kind of uh, like the first act. Really love the animation mm-hmm. in it and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's a really shitty movie. It's not even. It's barely even a movie. But I really like the Digimon movie. All right, my actual answer: Masters of the Universe. Okay. That movie's horrible, but I will always watch it. Like I'll, I'll just, I'll just keep putting it. I'll put it on. Like it's such trash, and it's barely even actually a He-Man movie. But like Franklin Jella as um, Skeletor, he's just chewing up scenery. Like it's so crazy. Like it's so over the top crazy. He-Man, he has his sword, his iconic sword, and he uses it the whole time in the movie to just balance his gun arm. <laughs> Like he never actually uses the sword. He's just holding a sword with one hand while he's shooting a, a laser gun with the other, which he never fucking did in the show. So the movies, it's so stupid. Like they created characters, even though they had like a huge rogues gallery, they just made up these trash bag villains. Like it's so, it's so bad, but like, I love it. Like it's, it's so stupid, but yeah. Yeah, that one just has a deep connection to the childhood too. Like I can blame my cousin for that. Yeah, <laughs> very very cool. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Best. Let's te- start cruising through these. Let's okay. start. Uh, I think we will because we got a lot of the top threes out. But uh, best yeah. tearjerker. I went with Endgame. I went with the Iron Man funeral in Endgame. Very nice. I, I thought about it for a while. I've watched Endgame like five times now. It still chokes me up. So I was just like, I'm going with that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Mine is a toss-up, probably between two movies that I'm assuming you can guess. But I went with her. Mm, okay, yeah. For for me, the scene when he's like sitting on the steps, like going down to the subway, like that gets me. But also the, the most recent time that I watched it, oddly enough one of the happier moments in the movie made me cry because I knew, I knew what was going to come. Yeah. Like when, um, it's like in that, that montage when like, he's, you know, taking her everywhere, like with his, with the phone in his pocket and all that. Yeah. And they're singing the song mm-hmm. like on the, like the ukulele and stuff like that. That breaks my heart. Yeah. I was wondering if it was going to be the scene where they're talking in bed towards the uh, end of the movie where she tells him that she's yeah. going to leave. Yeah. That, Cause that, that part got that, me. that, that kills me too. Yeah. On a, that movie makes me cry at three different points now. Um, that, it was tossed up between that and the argument scene in Marriage Story. Mm. 
I hope you fucking die and get hit by a bus. <laughs> now we laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think her um hers a really good I've choice. I've seen it more. Yeah, I've seen it more and it still always gets me. But yeah. so does Endgame. Like Endgame was was up there too, but I just decided to go with a movie that was generally more sad. Yeah. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. it for me. All right. So we went from best tearjerker to the best dick jerker. <laughs> yup. <laughs> the other side of the coin. Yeah. Movie, uh, a movie scene that'll make you cry versus a movie scene that'll make you want to fap. <laughs> that'll make you cum. <laughs> um, so All the fluids. Exactly. I, I went with one that I remember as a kid, I was just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. All right. And uh, and then I had an epiphany about this person after the fact, but I went with uh, Malin Ackerman's scene in Harold and Kumar. Oh, okay. Yeah, and wow, then I realized. Recent. Yeah, I was gonna say. I remember after that, I was like, "Man, she's so hot." And then I realized that she is literally naked in every movie she's in. <laughs> really? Basically, yeah, because she she is in the heartbreak. I didn't notice that in my research for this. I, I mentioned she's she's um. What's the what's the character's name? She's the girl in the sex scene of Watchmen that I just mentioned. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, good but for yeah. her if that's what she wants to do. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I was just like, I remember as a kid being like, "Whoa, <laughs> Bo- boobs, <Yeah. laughs> boobs." What what do you got for this for this prestigious category? <laughs> Mine is actually a classic fap moment in mm. cinema history. Can I take a guess real quick? Sure. Is it National Lampoons? No, it's not. Okay. All right. It's another classic from a similar era. I think it's from around that same time, actually. But um, I went with Fast Times at Ridgemont High when she's coming out of the pool. That's an iconic fucking young boy boner moment. Yeah. Well, I was literally thinking about the girl coming out of the pool in Christmas Vacation, so it's just funny. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, yeah. I mean, that is pay an homage to that classic mm-hmm. moment from fast times, but fast times I watched again, like probably I was too, I was younger than I, I should have been. Like, I think I was in like middle school when I watched fast times for the first time. Yeah. I was actually just quoting fast times like yesterday or the day before, because everywhere you go, they have like the signs where it's like no mask, no service. So I saw that. And I was like, no shirt, no shoes, no dice. <laughs> like, like that stoner, like surfer guy character that I like doing the voice of is basically just Jeff Spicoli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So yeah, that's mine. It's a, it's a cinema classic, classic fapping moment. <laughs> nice. What's nice, fapping? bro? Exactly. Uh, this next question comes from Pat. So thank you for that. Best horror movie sequels. So I had trouble We're with doing this one. three of these. Three. Yeah. Okay. Unless you want to just do one, but I did three. All right, I'll go through this quickly because we're 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 going we're going long, boy. Uh, It'll be a long one. Yeah, my number three though is Twenty Eight Weeks Later. Okay, which I don't think you're that big on, right? No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Twenty Eight Days Later wasn't even like a huge one for me, but I do have I do have some some horror se- sequels that might be uh, kind of related. To okay. this topic. All right. This topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but my number three 
this is all right. You know what? This is going to be a shocker, but this is because I saw these movies out of order. So like they hold different weight to me. And okay. I don't think this movie is better than either of the two movies that came before it, but I'm going to say army of darkness. Oh, okay. Which would be the third evil dead movie. Yeah. So for me, I tried to just do just the second movie. I don't know. I was being weird oh, with it, okay. but I, there was a couple that I was thinking of doing that were like the third in an, in a, you know, you know, franchise or whatever. So that's cool. Yeah. I was, I actually evil dead was like, I wasn't really considering it, but it was one that I thought maybe like, I wasn't actually sure how much you like evil dead, but I was like, oh, I love like evil dead. Yeah. Evil dead one and two are so much better than army of darkness, but I saw army of darkness before I ever saw those, the other two. And Army of Darkness is like full camp, just ridiculousness. Like he gets sent back in time to like medieval time. Like it's so stupid and like weird and silly. But like I really dug that when I was younger. Like yeah. I was way into it. Cool. My number two, we've already talked about this movie on another episode, but Halloween 2 is my number two. Okay. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Yeah. It's one of, one, one, it. one of the good Halloween movies. Yeah, they. Uh, I agree. Agree with that. It's better than uh, season of the witch. I mean, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of crappy Halloween movies, but Halloween two, I I really like, and uh, you know, we talked about it a lot on our retro review of Halloween, so you can hear our thoughts on it there. But yeah, um, I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to give Halloween some 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 show because I really like that franchise. Yeah, I was actually considering putting Halloween 2 as my number three. Mm-hmm. The The hard part about this is I know what my number one is. Mm-hmm. And then literally everything else after it, I'm just kind of like iffy on. A lot of these horror movie franchises are... Um, yeah, I was going to say that it's tough because horror movie franchises typically don't have good sequels. Yeah, they depreciate so fast. Yeah. So what's your number two, though? My number two... I'm I'm gonna have to say the second Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one was really cool. I think I think that one like uh, they upped the stakes and uh, uh, there's just some like really awesome kills in that. Yeah, like at that point, it's just like all about the kills. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, that's what that's what horror franchises when they do sequels, that's what they come like they devolve into like oh let's how cool can we make these kills? Like a lot of them are like yeah. that. So. My number one, though, and this is a cop-out. I fully am aware of that, but my number one is Aliens. I had a feeling that was going to be where you were going. I was leaving that out because that one, Aliens, is more like an action horror movie as opposed to like the suspense of the first one. That's why I said it's a (laughs) cop-out. Yeah, and then there's the argument of like sci-fi or like there's like so many like crossovers with the genres. Like I thought about putting that one in. That's why I struggled with the list. I was like, yeah, I'm going to leave that one out. Yeah. Otherwise, that would probably be my number two. Yeah, there really aren't a ton of horror sequels that I love. And that I I love Aliens. And I was just like, oh, the first one's horror. Like, whatever, fuck it. (laughs) So, yeah. So I put that there. It is what it is. Yeah. My number one, no question, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. The the original Dawn of the Dead. mm -hmm. I had a feeling. Uh, That is the definition to me of zombie lore. Like, if I had to, if it's... I had to pick a zombie religion to follow. It's George A. Romero's. Like that's what zombie movies are supposed to be. That's the formula. Like yeah. that's that's where it all came from for me. Dawn of the Dead, that first one, is what made me want to 
make movies and like work on videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my number one. Bo. When, when I, when I said that, uh, I thought that zombies were going to come back around on your list that that's what I was expecting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got me top three sequels that were better than the original. My list Ooh, this is one's a toughie for me. This is super predictable. Like I think if you know me, you probably know my top three, but uh, yeah, starting off at number three, the dark Knight. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Good one. Dark Knight's one. I mean, I, uh, all three of these are like top 10 movies of all time for me. Maybe like if not, they're like in a top 20, but like I love all three of these movies. So yeah, it's Dark Knight was easy. <laughs> this was one of the easier ones for me. I was just like, boom, boom, boom. All right, I'm moving on. So see, I did. I did the same thing. I just did knee jerk reactions. But now that you said Dark Knight, I feel like I should actually put that on here. Yeah, <laughs> but so I'm just going to leave it what I wrote it. But yeah. I guess Dark Knight should be actually on my list. But my number three, I put Empire Strikes Back. OK, very cool. I'm assuming that might show up on yours, too. I don't know now. It, it might. <laughs> OK, <laughs> but uh, my number two, Lord of the Rings, the two towers. Damn it. That's another really good answer. Yeah. So it's a solid answer. Lord of the Rings, the two towers. Uh, that's also insanely influential for me i man I, I could go on forever about how much i love that movie but yeah it's i that's my favorite out of the three actually yeah that's the correct answer that is the best lord of the rings movie yeah again that should be on my list but i just <laughs> did knee-jerk reactions so my number two is t2 judgment day that's that is a good one though that is a really good one so yeah all of these are correct answers yeah so far and my number one is Empire Strikes Back. There you go. I had a feeling that might be it. My number one is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Ooh, okay. That doesn't see you in there. It's also correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Good job, everybody. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> Biggest misstep in a sequel. Here so. we go. The so, follow the follow up to. Yeah, the follow up to that. Um. I couldn't really think of one where I was like a movie that like blew my dick off and then the sequel was just such a letdown. But I thought of one where I was just like, I enjoyed the first one and then the sequel was just flaming dog shit. So yeah, <laughs> I I gave a couple on here just because it's fun to make fun of these. Yeah. We only picked one. You only picked one for this, right? Yeah, I only picked one. Okay. So my answer is Transformers 2, Revenge of the Fallen, because I actually enjoy the first Transformers movie, and then the sequel is so fucking bad, and I hate it. Oh, yeah. And So that's my answer. But Son of the Mask is a dishonorable mention, and so is Evan Almighty. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I, I forgot about Evan Almighty. I think that's another one I walked out of the theater on. <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't, it's easy to forget so about bad. it. Yeah, so what, what's, what's your answer? I also have dishonorable mentions, and they're all from the same franchise. Okay. I said uh, X-Men The Last Stand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, uh, yeah, that's the third one, right? Yep. And X-Men Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're basically the same movie. You had two shots at it. You fucked it up both times. Somehow the second time you fucked it up even more. Don't understand how you do that. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> those, those two movies piss me off so fucking much. And... X X Men, you know, there's some eye rolling moments in the first two movies, but both of those movies are really good. X Men Two was also kind of a contender for me of like it, that might be better than the first X Men movie just for the Nightcrawler scene alone. Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> that would, yeah, I would so I'd like, been cool with that answer. 
Yeah, so like those first two movies, and then they come at you with three, and it's just like fuck you. So yeah, they they got to get my hate on that. There's a couple movies that I remember from my childhood. Like when you're little, you go to movies, you, you watch it, and you're you're happy. Like you don't actually think about what you saw. Really, I remember. I remember like early movies that I remember leaving the theater being like, everybody here is digging this, but I think this sucks. That was X3 was one of them. And mm-hmm. um, Attack of the Clones was another one. I remember like everyone was losing their mind oh, to yeah. it. And I was like, that was trash booty. <laughs> so Yeah. Uh, this one again comes from Pat, but best remakes. I think me and you uh-huh. have, I think me and you have the same number one, but my number three is The Departed. That's a remake? Yeah, Internal Affairs is the original. Whoa, so, I had no idea. Yeah, so, yeah, number three is The Departed. Granted, okay. The Departed, I might even like more than Eternal Affairs, because I, I recently watched The Departed for the first time, like, three months ago, and it's really good. But, uh, yeah, that's my number three. All right, cool. My, my list is kind of off the walls for this one. My number three is Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, nice. That's that's the, cool the, mu- the musical one, yeah, because yeah. the original was 1960. Also, that was Jack Nicholson's first movie. Yeah. Wait, is that really his first movie? Yeah, his first role. He was the guy who goes to the dentist and likes getting like punished by the dentist. Like it's a <laughs> very short scene, but that's Jack Nicholson's first on-screen role. Oh, that's really cool. Little Shop of Horrors. Nice. But yeah, I'm talking about the one later when it was a musical with Rick Moranis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. That movie's awesome. Yeah. My number two is pretty recent. Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew that one was a remake, but I didn't remember really going nuts over uh, the Daniel Craig one. Yeah, I've, I mean, I I think Skyfall is my favorite Daniel Craig one, but Casino Royale is, is up there. That's Casino Royale is one of my favorite James Bond movies, so... Um, I got you. And it's gritty as fuck. <laughs> yeah. That torture scene is brutal. What's your number two? My number two might be only because of uh, of the recent questions and stuff. So like certain movies were on my mind. And I was also looking at my Blu-ray collection. I'm like, what, what movies do I own that are remakes? If I knew Departed was a remake, that one would probably be on there. It would probably be in this spot. But I'm going to keep it to what I got. And uh this one might even be a guilty pleasure too, but I actually really like the Dawn of the Dead remake. Oh, okay. I that's not what I thought you were gonna say there. Yeah, I think you'll know my number one if you know that it's a remake. Okay. Well, I th- I think my number one was gonna be your number one, so I'm gonna say it. My number right. one is the the thing. Same. Yeah. Okay. Cool. A lot of people don't know that that's a remake. The original was from 1951. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, John Carpenter's the thing. Fucking, it's it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's why I was like, pretty sure that's his number one. I guess that one. So, yeah. All right, kind of going in the same. Well, yeah, again the same vein. What's the worst remake of all time? Now, oh man, I a lot more to choose from there. Yeah, I was gonna say I only did one, but I have two dishonorable mentions. No, I have one dishonorable mention. So okay, uh, my answer is the 2006 Wicker Man with Nicolas okay. Cage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got the sound clip in our in our intro. My dishonorable mention, though, is Godzilla from 1998. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. That's bad. That's yeah. real bad. 
So. All right. Well, I'd say my number three would be the Josh Brolin old boy. Okay. Yeah. Huge step down from the original. Um, I don't think I would completely fail that movie, but just because of how much I love the original and then this one comes out, I'm just like, this should have been better. Is it? Oh, wait. Did you only do one? Oh, I thought you were doing three. Oh, no, I only did. I only did one for that. Oh, okay. Well then, all right. Well then fine. Old boy would be an honorable mention. And then, uh, Conan, the barbarian would be an honorable mention. Then I, I listed three just in case. Okay, cool. Cause we did three for the best remake. So that's why I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I realized um, that the way they were worded was, uh, I thought it was just worst remake and then best remake, but maybe cause I think they came at different times. But anyway, no, I on. think he said like best and worst remake, or maybe uh, okay. he just said best remake and we added worst remake just to pad for 31 <laughs> questions. Maybe, maybe we did. I can't well, remember. But anyway, well, my, my actual least favorite remake is the Rob zombie Halloween. Oh, okay, cool. I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> saw that in theaters and I was just like, God damn it. Cause I, I already really liked house of a thousand corpses and devil's rejects. Yeah. So I had high hopes for him taking on Halloween and he just like shit on it. <laughs> so big old Duke cat asked us the worst movie scene ever. And this one was really tough. It's also hard to go in detail. Cause I don't know if you've ever watched this, but okay. for me, my answer was the final fight scene of the 1990 captain America movie. Oh, I have seen that. Okay, so if anyone hasn't seen that, you can find it on YouTube. The amount of cuts is insane. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> in the span of like two minutes, they cut like 300 times. I'm assuming yeah. no one could do any stunts, so it's just, it is, just watch it. I was going to play it, but this episode's going a little bit longer. But yeah, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> so just yeah. watch that. Whack-a-doodle. Yeah, what's your worst movie scene of all time? My worst movie scene of all time is a scene that I cannot describe in a movie that it, that's name I refuse to mention, but it's a 2019 movie that you know I fucking despise. Okay. Um, I actually had that as a guess for another answer, but yeah, I know. Well, it's probably the correct answer for that one, too. Yeah. Because so. I do have this movie down for two different answers, but all I will say is it is... It is a very grotesque and challenging movie to watch and because of this this one scene in particular where if you think if you think one thing is bad, they beat you over the head by doing it three times in a row and then upping the ante twice more by adding some 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 of the most brutal but not in like a good way things I think I've ever seen in a movie. Like it literally like turned my stomach inside out. And I was so enraged that it, like every hair follicle, like tangled on my head and I got instantly hot. And like, I had to stand up and like walk away from the movie and come back to finish it. Cause I was so fucking mad. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you want me to just say what you're talking about? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I do not want to say it because I, if I say the name of the movie, if one person is like, that sounds horrible, but like, I'll check it out for myself. Like if, because I say the name of this movie, anybody goes to watch it, 
I would be furious with myself. I don't want anybody to ever watch this movie. I, I will not support this movie in any way, so I refuse to say its name. We even left it out of the book. That's how much I hate this movie. Yeah, I think I think it's in the book that I watched it, but it but that you didn't oh I didn't watch it. yeah I didn't yeah I didn't put yeah. down anything for it. I just refuse to to give anything to this movie. Yeah, but yeah, that's my answer. So okay. sorry, I can't go into I can't tell you what the answer is, but you know, Colin, I do know. Yeah, um, and I won't say because I think it's on the list twice for you, and I guessed it, but yeah. Um, yeah. Brianna asked favorite three rom coms now. Rom-coms apparently have a very different diff- definition based on who you, you know, you ask that to. Um, yeah. so I kind of went with the looser definition, uh, <laughs> because some people are like very loosey goosey with it. So I went with a looser definition yeah. of it and, um, I, d- I did two honorable mentions as well. Um, all right. So my honorable mentions real quick, 40 year old virgin and mm-hmm. a newer movie that if people want to check out, this movie was really good. It was very honest. Love Simon's really good. Um, okay. That's, that's more of like a teen movie, but um, there's a lot of heart. It's a great movie. My number three, though, is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, that's a good one. I thought about putting that on my list. That'd probably be an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. What's your number my three? My number boy? three, again, going loosely, is Groundhog's Day. That's uh. The whole movie centers around him opening up and yeah, him kind of like winning over the, the this woman that he realizes like is actually like a really good person. Like it all, it's all centered around love, man. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not that far of a stretch. So, oh okay, well yeah, that's that's where I'm going. Yeah, my number two is what I actually think is the best movie on this list. It's just not my favorite, but The Big Sick is my number two. I fucking love that okay. movie. I think that's such that's a, good a good movie. That's a good choice. Yeah. My number two is High Fidelity. Okay. Yeah. I, I wonder if I got your number one. I think you do. All right. My number one, though. I think you know my my number one. I don't know if I do now. My number one's Wedding Crashers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I could have guessed that if I had, like actually thought about it <laughs> but yeah wedding crush is my number one what's your number one though i took a guess you tell me 40 year old virgin no i actually went with the big sick oh nice yeah man it's so good it's so good. it is really good that's why i didn't say much when you said number two i was like okay i got <laughs> something for you playboy yeah i we've talked a lot about wedding crashers so i'm not even gonna mention it but yeah i'm really yeah. happy anytime anyone mentions the big sick i'm like so stoked because I don't know if it got a ton of love. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I watched it. I, I thought it was so good, but there's a lot of people that I talked to. They've never seen it before. I think it was critically praised, but like, oh, no, it's it's got it a 98 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah like, it just didn't reach a lot of people. Yeah. All right. This one is tough. This is probably the hardest one for me. Top three A24 movies. Oof, this is brutal. Yeah, I had to do a top five because... I just had to because the two movies that are four and five for me that I had to leave off, I was really upset with myself. But my honorable mentions are Uncut Gems and Ex Machina. I was really sad to leave Ex Machina off. Whoa. Top three. Yeah. Damn, yeah, that's crazy. See, I only did a top three. And even this, I'm just like, my number three is questionable. I, I went by just how I felt this morning when I wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number three, though, is Hereditary. Very cool. 
Yeah. My my number three is The Disaster Artist. Disaster Artist was like my sixth. That was another one I was really like, oh, I don't want to leave this off, but I love that one too. Yeah. That one, cool. I think I just, I really liked the book a lot and I just, the movie does like a really good job. Like also I didn't have any like kind of comedy things that stood out from like A24. Like this is probably the best comedy that they've done. Yeah. I would agree with that. So I did, I put it on there more for variety. Like I think there are movies that are better, but I wanted, I wanted more variety on my list. Yeah. So that's all. But yeah, realistically, like if I actually had to rank all of them, I'd probably put that one around six or seven. Yeah. Actually, I mean, if you just going off of, uh, you know, movies that I watched, uh, Disaster Artist is definitely my most watched A24 movie. I've watched it twice this month. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Yeah. So, so um, but yeah, I love Hereditary. It's also a tough watch, but it's yeah. such a fucking awesome movie. My number two, though, was my number one from our first duties. That's eighth grade. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Thought about putting that on here, too. But my number two might be a surprise to you because I think you might suspect it to be my number one. Maybe. I don't know. But my number two is The Lighthouse. Okay. I didn't have that as your number one, but yeah. Oh, okay. I, I thought it would be in your top three. Yeah. Love The Lighthouse. I was ta- I was torn between doing that or The Witch. The Witch was almost my number three, but I'm like, I can't do two of his movies like, on the same <laughs> In the top three, like yeah. although, the witch is like a top fiver probably for me. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Can you guess mine? I don't know if I can anymore. Is it good time? Nope. Damn. Then I then I can't. All right. Lady Bird's my number one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I probably could have figured that out again if I gave it any brain power. Yeah, I love I love Lady Bird. It's so good. You do. Yeah. So what's that's your, a good that's a good choice. I guess Ex Machina is your number one. Yeah, it's definitely my number one. All right. <laughs> a J.O. Hard to that movie. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> I was actually talking it about it with Ducky and Cat last night. That's my it's my number four, and I felt so bad not putting on top three. I was like, oh I was yeah. surprised. I can't believe it. Yeah. I just love those other three. I just I just like them a little bit more. Number twenty. Again, this one's from Noah. Favorite Guillermo del Toro film. Mm. so I did an honorable mention just because this honorable mention I like a lot and aesthetically it's like one of my favorite like moments in terms of like creature design and stuff but Hellboy 2 is actually that's my honorable mention I really like the second one and that's the one that he wrote a new story entirely like that's not based on a comic or anything but uh, my favorite of his is Pan's Labyrinth all right very cool that makes sense that makes a lot of sense. I have not seen Pan's Labyrinth in its entirety. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I'll, anytime I'll put it on, I end up falling asleep or something like that. And that's not like because of the movie. It's like, I just always put it on like at night and then I just fall asleep on the couch, you know? Yeah. But so because of that, and for me, like I know he has better movies than this, but I just remember like, I loved it so much when I saw it in theaters, when it came out, but like hell, the first Hellboy. Yeah. would be my favorite. I think, that, again, the nostalgia pushes that up for me. also really like Ron Perlman. Like, he's so good in that role. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's probably my favorite, just because just because that nostalgia factor. He's got a really awesome filmography. Like, there's a bunch that I was like, oh, I really like that. Like, he's one of my 
if I had to do like a top ten, he's in my top ten. I I really like his movies, even ones Dude, that like. Did you see? I was researching. I was like looking at the movies he did. Did you see he's doing a Pinocchio movie next year? I didn't do that. that that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm really excited to see like what the what like the character designs are for like that like in that puppet world, and then like dealing with like when the kids turn into donkeys and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> might look really messed up. <laughs> Yeah, well, because like the story of Pinocchio, like the book, is way darker than the Disney movie makes it out to be. Obviously, yeah. So imagining him taking that and making it as dark as the book, like, could be really cool. I wonder if his is affiliated with Disney. Uh, it's not. It's not. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Number twenty-one. This is a cool one. What's in the briefcase in Pulp Fiction? Oh, this is for my buddy Ryan. Yeah, this is a cool one. So yeah. I'll give you a lawyer answer first, then I'll kind of give you like one that I, I think. But I think in general, it, it is a MacGuffin. I think yeah, it's, I think well, it's, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, like I think it's just just a plot device. Uh, Quentin Tarantino's basically said it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but there's a couple theories that I really like. I really like that the soul of Marcellus is in there. I think that's a really cool one. That's my answer. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really cool theory. I think that's some my of favorite. I think some of the evidence behind it, like like what people like people like uh, reference like the bandaid on the back of his head. Mm-hmm. But Quentin Tarantino's also denied that and basically like, no, that is there solely just for like aesthetic purposes because we were covering up his scar. I guess yeah. he's got a scar on the back of his head. Um, I don't know exactly how to word this, but I, I think. I think whatever's in there is almost it's like that person's muse. Like it's like something that inspires them to be better because uh, it's like they they see what they yeah. It, like there's what they desire. There's something spiritual about it because uh almost everybody that looks in it they change after. Like Samuel L. Jackson like changes to be good. The guy who uh is going to um you know shoot up the the diner like he basically leaves after he looks in there. So I think whatever it is, is some sort of divine muse that changes them. I don't know if that's a lawyer. I like that. Or not, that's but... really cool. So, and you did soul Marcellus. That was your answer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always liked that theory. Yeah. Even if it is completely discredited by the guy who wrote the movie, like, I don't care. It's just a cool theory. I think it is a really cool theory too, especially like, you know, the, the lock on is six, six, six and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, favorite on-screen death. This one was tough. Yeah. I went, though, just because of how much it hit me, because at first I was like, oh, what was a really funny one that I just lost because it, it was so shitty? But then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? Let me do one that like hit me pretty hard, and I just like love everything about it. Uh, Logan's death in Logan, I put as my answer. You son of a bitch. That's my answer, too. Oh, damn. That's, that's exactly <laughs> my fucking answer. That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's See, just we got so it right, good, man. What was yeah, that? We got it right. Yeah, exactly. It just is the answer. All yeah, right. I just rewatched that movie the other day, and I was like, fuck, this is so good. Yeah, everything about it, like, even, like, you know, the, the part where, like, the, the cross, and she changes it to the X, like, just the whole the whole ending of it is just, man, they, they, did, them, they did them right. Yeah, it's so, perfect. Yeah. It's one of the most perfect storybook endings to such an iconic character. Yeah. It's so good. Number 23, favorite sports movie. Do you know mine? 
Miracle. Yeah, it's Miracle. It's like that's another like top twenty movie for me. I love Miracle. Easy. Do you know mine? Space Jam. No, that's a uh, good guess. Okay, what is mine? It? Is it's also a hockey movie. Slap shot. shot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So good. Actually, do you know the wrestler CM Punk? Yeah. Yeah. He's like a huge Blackhawks fan. Mm-hmm. Big hockey fan. And um, he posted on his Instagram story like yesterday. He he was watching hockey and they were doing the um, the national anthem. It's just a video of like he's just filming his TV screen and you just hear him yelling, I'm trying to hear the fucking song. <laughs> so good reference to Slapshot. like i love that's like one of my favorite scenes yeah movie like they're they're just skating in circles around the ice like warming up before the game and they're already fighting (laughs) they're they're standing there for the national anthem they're all bleeding everywhere their jerseys are already ripped up it's fucking ridiculous it's funny because i typically don't like hockey movies just because i get like hypercritical of everything that's going on in it and yeah that's why Miracle is is very true to the sport and like all the way that they 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 shot all the scenes that are going on during the game. Um, And it's also just like super inspirational. So that's why it's my favorite because there's like like the Mighty Ducks movies. I'm actually not even that big on. Yeah. So I know a lot of people love those. I love the first one. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with the rest of them. Favorite song used in a movie. This is a toughie. Yeah, I put I'm going with I'm going with Men in Black. That's my favorite. I kind of went with uh that's a good one. Like I, an original song for a Yeah, movie. I, went, I went with like original song. But uh one that I was thinking about just because it's like so used, Eye of the Tiger was 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 up there for me. That's an iconic one. Yeah. That's a that's a really uh it's a real powerhouse. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Which is weird because that didn't come in until the third Rocky. Is that right? Mm, whichever one it was, they play it four times. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm pretty sure it was the third one. Yeah. Is when they first, which is weird because like you equate it to Rocky and you just assume that it's always been there, but it wasn't until the third fucking movie, or at least the third movie, maybe even the fourth movie the, until that song was written and uh, mm-hmm. put in that movie. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Men in Black was my number one. What's your number one? Or, or my answer? My, my number one. Oh, yeah, well, my answer. Now, because it, it is a song, but it's it's more score than it is, like, original song. But uh, it's just the way that I took took the question. Super iconic. The I don't know the actual name of it, though. I know it's, like, the something March, but the Darth Vader like theme like anytime Uh, like he enters like icon like it's so cool to have like your own like villains theme. like i'd say that's more impactful for me than like the opening star wars theme oh man i was gonna say as far as like star wars one i love duel of fates i think that one's badass oh duel of fates is amazing yeah that's a cool one though good one glad we went in different directions with that one this one, this one, I think is is a funny question. Worst actor of the last ten years. <laughs> oh man, I just went based off of track record. I gave it to Jim Sturgis because everything he's in is the worst. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I did. I just looked it up. He's been in fourteen films in the last ten years. 
His average is a 30%. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, That's rough. Yeah, though, him and uh, him and Gerard Butler killed it in Geostorm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so, that'll be a retro review. Maybe. But, yeah, so Jim's, uh, Jim Sturges, man. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. All right. Well, good for him. Uh, <laughs> I... I picked my, at first I was like, you know what? I don't know if I can think of anybody off the top of my head. Then I listed everybody in a Fast and Furious movie. (laughs) But I'm actually going with Kevin Hart. That's a good choice. (laughs) I fucking hate, Kevin Hart leading films are all bad. Just trash. Yeah. I don't think he's funny, man. I don't either. He's, he's short. That's his, that's his, his deal. That's his whole, that's his whole shtick is just, he's always like the tiny guy and it's like, we fucking get it. Do more. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not very good. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I got for him. I almost put Vin Diesel, but like, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like he's, he's not only shit movies, but it's only because he says three words. Yeah. In those movies. He can't really ruin them. Three words. He's never, he's never the best part of those movies. Yeah, I was gonna say three words in twenty languages. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, we kind of saved a lot of like the, the best of ones for last. So we've got I think six questions left. Top three movie franchises of all time. Yeah, this is another toughie. Yeah, so. I did two honorable mentions because one of them in particular I really wanted to 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 mention, but Kevin Smith's View Askewiverse really like all the movies in that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite franchises. Planet of the Apes is also up there. The new trilogy is fucking amazing, but my number three is Star Wars. So, okay, uh, my number three is Harry Potter. I thought about Harry Potter. I don't like the movies very much, though. <laughs> and I think it's just because I like oh, the yeah? books so much. Yeah. Like, I never read the books, so I don't I don't have any uh, loyalty there. Yeah. See, like, one of the highest rated Harry Potter movies is the last one, and it's the one I hate the most. I got you. So, uh, my number two, though, 007. Wow. That's kind of surprising. Like, I know you have the big box set. There's so many of those movies. That was what played into it. It's just like, it's like the longest running movie franchise. So, um, that's crazy. Cause now I know what your number one is. So I'm going to, I'm going to both say my number two and guess that it's your number one, but I'm going Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's actually not my number one. Oh, so then your number one's probably the same as mine. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is, is good, but I don't like the Hobbit movies at all. And oh, I wasn't counting them in this. I was just doing the trilogy. Okay. See, I just counted the whole franchise. So I was like, if I was doing the, just the trilogy, this would have been a lot different. And Lord of the Rings probably would have been, it would have been number one. But yeah. Yeah. When I was thinking about it, I was like, I dislike half these movies if I'm doing it all six of them. So, well, that's why I left Star Wars off of mine. Spoiler for my number one. Yeah. I, I didn't think Star Wars was going to be in yours. For me, like, I don't like like three Star Wars movies, but there's ten of them, so I was like, you know what? And it's been it was like eleven of them. Yeah, it's there's there's a lot. So, um, but I think me and you have our same number one MCU. 
Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Crushing it. Mm-hmm. All right. Top three movie villains of all time. And we're not including comic book characters. Yeah. No comic book villains. Uh, just movie villains. Yeah. So my number three is Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. Ooh, he almost made it on my list. Yeah. Almost. My number three is Jack Torrance from The Shining. Ooh, that's a cool one. That's a cool one. Yeah. Iconic yet again. I'm, I think this is a cop out, my number two, but at the same time, I don't think there's many villains as iconic as this. The alien from Alien is my number two. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Cause how iconic is that one. alien? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. My number two, another iconic character and a villain who has like a, like an actual arc. Granted that arc is very weird when you add the prequels to it, but Darth Vader. Nice. Nice. I'm just going to yeah. say now my number one is Darth Vader. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was my number one, but when I looked at like the villains, like the, the my first two choices are like pretty, pretty iconic characters, but this my number one, I went more on the way a villain made me feel, you know? And when this character is on screen, the tension is insane. I went with Hans Landa in uh, Inglorious Bastards. I almost had that in place of Sugar. Dude, every time he's on screen, just your heart sinks to your stomach. Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck is going Because you don't know. You have no idea what's going to happen with him. And that opening scene, because that's the first time I've ever seen him in anything, that opening scene with the milk, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah. I mean, one of the best openings to any movie. And the, the restaurant scene is, like, insane, too. Like, no, you... And the scene one. when he's interrogating her with the foot, and then the scene, like, and his character's, like, funny. Like, he's dark, he's twisted, and he's violent. Like, he's... He is such an evil because he is so calm and cool all the time. Yeah. And he speaks five different languages in that movie. Christoph Waltz is awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Man. So, yeah. The only reason I went with Sugar is I, I like a lot of the underlying themes in that movie and with that character. Yeah. Just but, him as like a persistent evil. Yeah. And like, you know, the, the whole thing of chance and all that. But Christoph Waltz's character is like chilling. Yeah, so yeah. I, I almost put him on my list. Top nice. three heroes, non-comics. So I think you probably know one of mine. And then my number three is weird because he's kind of an anti-hero. But That's good. I went with Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver. As my oh, cool. Taxi Driver was almost on my list. Oh, yeah, cool. Somewhere else. For, um, like the, for Actually, for the first question, it was almost my number three. Oh, cool. Yeah, I uh, I wasn't sure if that counted or not because he is the protagonist of the movie, but he, and he ends up as the hero at the end, but, but in but, a violent way. But in a very violent way, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I mean, just there's so many layers to that character, so that's why he was number three for me. All right, well, number three for me. I kind of felt afterwards. I was like, maybe I put this a little bit too low, but I'm sticking with it. Luke Skywalker. Mm. Nice. Nice. A lot of Star Wars love. Yep. Luke is not on my list. There's no Star Wars on this one. 
for one That's of them. Fair. For one of the answers, I don't have Star Wars in here. Yeah. My number two, though, Sam from Lord of the Rings. Sam wow, out of all of them. Very cool. Yeah. I, lo- I love Sam. He's the best. He is, he is like the goodest of the good guys in the, those movies, though. Yeah. He's like the most true. Mm-hmm. And then when I go back and watch them, like it's always the stuff with Sam that hits me the hardest. Like all, like the whole end of the movie is almost like Sam's ending, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I just, I love that character. I was so pissed that Sean Astin wasn't nominated for best actor, best supporting actor that year. Yeah. What's your number two? My number two is the bride from the Kill Bill movies. Very cool. She's a total badass. Mm-hmm. Unstopping. Just you can't kill her. She's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's a cool one. Can you guess my number one? Is it John Wick? No. No. It's then Ripley. I can't. It's Ripley. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Both put strong badass ladies on our list. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Ripley's my number one. That makes sense. Again, Alien coming up on your list. Yeah. Been on here like five times. <laughs> Yeah. My number one is John Wick. Cool. Yeah. I had to put in somebody somebody kind of modern, but also just like the character's awesome. Yeah. Number 29. We got three left. I think we have the same one for this. And if we All don't, right. I know what it is, but best theater experience. Okay. You want to do three, two, one? Yeah. Three, two, one. End, End game. game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, it was it was insane. I wish that everyone could have experienced that. Yeah, like with us. Like I wish yeah, dude. I was in a toss up between that and Infinity War, but like I think Endgame was next like we thought Infinity War was crazy, those theater reactions, but then Endgame kicked it up another level. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was Endgame. I didn't have Infinity War as like my next guess for you. I actually had as Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar was but it's very different theater experience yeah like i don't think anything will ever match the energy in the room for opening night of endgame yeah like first screening like we were among like some of the first people in the country to get to see it like it's it's insane Mm -hmm. never never forget that because it was it was was insane can't can't even describe it It it's just insane before the movie even started just the marvel the red marvel card Starts, let's fucking go! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody erupts. Uh, so good. One of yeah. the, that, I'll never forget that. Yeah. All right, number thirty. I don't think you're answering this one, but one film you'll never watch again. Yep, you got it right. I'm not gonna give you the name of that movie, but it's the same movie yeah. we were talking about before. Yeah, it's a 20, 2019 movie. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. Sky's hated 2019 movie. The movie that I would have given the duty to, but I refused to talk about it. Yeah. My one, it's a recent film, and just had like hated being in the theater for this. It just made me at like super angry and, and pissed off. And like I, I left in such a bad mood that I treated myself to like I bought myself some Blu-rays because I was like, I need to just like have something that makes me happy right now. But I got so yeah. angry watching Daddy's Home 2 in theater that I'll probably <laughs> I'll never watch it again. I fucking hated it. <laughs> it made me so mad. Just That's awesome. It was just like Will Ferrell with the worst comedy of all time. And then I hate Mark Wahlberg too. And he's just there. And then John Lithgow, like just fuck off. And John, John Cena shows up with like 30 minutes left. And I was like, fucking course. 
<laughs> yeah, you have to. You got to throw that in there. So, yeah, I hated that. But uh, and then one film you'll watch the rest of your life. To to the cap it off, the last question. One movie you're always gonna watch the rest of your life. Mm. Now, I'll say this: I didn't go with like my favorite movie of all time. I just went with a movie that I know that I'm always going to watch, and I'm gonna show my kids and gonna watch it over and over again okay cool i like that so my answer to that was jurassic park nice that's a good one see i didn't think about the showing my kids i would show my son my answer like once he's older especially if he takes a liking to like sci-fi and horror but a movie that i watch i can watch any day of the week um and a movie that i at least watch two to three times a year is the thing John Carpenter's the thing? Mm-hmm. One of my all-time favorites. That's a movie I could watch, no matter no matter what. If you ask me, do you want to watch the thing? The answer is always yes. <laughs> find a situation where it's a no. <laughs> yeah. Like I guess if it's like I'm like getting banged or something. <laughs> <laughs> And even then, I'll probably still watch it. <laughs> You're getting mad. I just pop my head in the window. But hey, you want to watch the thing? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, throw it on. I'll be there. <laughs> Can I bring this person with me? <laughs> Do I have to stop? <laughs> no, I'll just bring the TV in there. You roll it in on like one of those carts, like yeah, in like school the, when yeah. you got to. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love those carts because it was just like a. A cart with a TV, like a huge tube TV strapped to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so impractical. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that was fun. A lot of, a lot that of cool was fun. There. Happy birthday to us. Yeah. And then next episode. older. Next episode, I'll show you what what I got you. <laughs> yeah, I got to, oh, when we get off of uh, recording this episode, I got to make sure that what I want to get you is still available. I really hope that it is. I'm going to be super bummed. If it's not, I think it is because I, I checked it again only like two weeks ago and they still had it. So, all right, cool, cool. I'll keep my fingers crossed, but you know what? Swampies, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for the uh, questions. Yeah. Thank you for sending in questions. We, we like getting you guys involved in the show. Like when we do the brackets and stuff like that. So follow us on social media at two dudes movie reviews go to two dudes movie reviews.com all that stuff and uh, talk to us send us birthday love you know you're <laughs> a little late for collins but when this episode comes out you'll be in time for mine my birthday is friday august 7th you can send gifts i'm accepting the <laughs> the um the a24 <laughs> like novelizations of the screenplays like the uh, i will take the witch the hereditary one that just came out. Did you see that? I did see that. I was, I was, gonna, I thought you're going to be like, I am accepting PayPal. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cash app, Venmo, <laughs> PayPal, all of that. Um, check out our only fans. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can see two dudes feet pics. No, it's not happening. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll make it, we'll make it happen eventually. So <laughs> just completely disregard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we'll we're going to do it. But, yeah, you guys already know what to do, so do all that stuff. Happy birthday to us, and until then, suck it, Swampies. <laughs> <laughs>